It's a new day. Yes, it is. Wakey, wakey. Time to get up. Good morning, citizens. Open at them. Fresh and shine. This is your wake-up call, people. Come on, the coffee's on. We're going to get you guys circulating on Christian radio. I understand young people. I know what's hip. I know what's on. I know what's lit. I know what's fleet. What's up, my nerds? Nerds! I work with a bunch of nerds. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Rise and shine, nerds. Welcome to the Backrow Morning Show, a part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network and the official exclusive morning show for LTN Radio. I'm Radio Matt. I'm the station manager for LTN Radio. I'm a third-generation radio dude and a lifelong nerd. Also, I am uh, now no longer the lead admin for Backrow Baptist Church on Facebook. It's it's officially been handed over. Hmm. And I'm Mo, the shorter yet louder, and some might even say smarter counterpart of the Backrow. I'm a wife, mom, super fan of all things friends. And I might be losing my job at some point. What? Just you can't just throw that out. That needs that's a story. Just to be real, like losing it, like getting fired. Yeah. What did you do? Well, I I already told you, but it's something that I was chatting with Chris about, and I was like, you know. So we we've talked about it before. The callbacks that I do with the kids, and I teach them. Oh right, 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 right. Song lyrics, and you know they have to come back with the next lyric. I'll mm-hmm. say the first line, they say the second, as as a way of getting their attention without having to say, "Hello, class, can you listen? Is anybody listening to me? Hello, pay attention." I hate that. I can't stand it because <laughs> nobody listens. Anyway, so. I have really enjoyed doing these callbacks. The kids really enjoy doing these callbacks. Every single week when I come in on Monday, they're like, Miss Megan, what song did you learn over the weekend that we're going to learn today? So it's something that they look forward to. Well, you know, a lot of the songs in their entirety Mm. are very inappropriate. Mm. You know, I've done Backstreet Boys, Everybody. I walk in, everybody, and the kids go, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. if they learn the rest of the lyrics, mm-hmm. it's kind of questionable. Mm-hmm. But I really did it this last week. Oh. I taught them, can I get a whoop whoop? And so I know if they go home and if they tell their parents what Miss Megan taught them or if they look up the song out of pure curiosity, it's going to be bad. I don't even remember the lyrics to that song. What's the song called? Oh, man. Can I get a... I really think it's just Can I Get a... Hold on. Um, and it might be Jay-Z. Can Pretty sure it's... Whoop lyrics. Can I get a... That's Yeah. The, okay. Uh, oh. Ah. Wow. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Right away. Yeah. Right yeah. away yeah. with the lyrics. Yeah, and Lyric, it is. It's Jay-Z. Emil. Lyric number four, <laughs> or no, three and five are cuss words right uh-huh. away. Yeah. And not, not not soft cuss words either. Okay, so, and really, when it's written out in the lyrics, I was looking this up the, the other day. It doesn't say that in the, the song. Whoa, that was my phone. Sorry, guys. Uh, it starts with bounce with me. It doesn't start with the... The first line up there, bounce, really? with, bounce with me. Okay. But Can then, you bounce with me? But then right me? after the whoop whoop part. Can you bounce with me, bounce with me. Uh-huh. I mean, whew. Yeah. That's a, that's a whole... How did I... 
okay, so uh, yeah, can I do it in the morning? Did you tell them what the song was no, and who it was no, by? No, no. Okay, because I feel like not. the "Can I Get a Whoop Whoop" thing transcended that song. Can I never I knew these were the lyrics to this song. Yeah, but I've heard that phrase in public. Yeah, used genuinely just as that exclusive lyric. Uh huh. The only thing is, my my biggest fear is that. These are third graders, and these are curious third graders, mm. you know? So one specifically who just, she absolutely loves it when I do these. But I know that she probably goes home and looks up the song. <laughs> and this one might be a little too rough around the edges. Yeah. I So in all seriousness, I probably would not get fired, but I might get a... A little, stern lecture. a little letter in my employee <laughs> file stating, for those of you who don't know, that used to be my job, working the employee files and making sure everything was filed away properly. So I feel scandalized just looking at those lyrics. Yep. My goodness. Yep. <laughs> but it's fun. The kids love it. They love it. My Their teacher actually loves it. He walked in just as I was practicing with them. Can I get a... And he... Whoop, whoop. It just makes me happy. It's a good... Good way to round out the day. I don't care what anybody says. All right. Well, today on the show, <laughs> <laughs> intentional community. We've also got a Who Said It quiz, Twitter poll, five random facts, and more. But first, today is Monday, May 3rd, 2021, and we've got a holiday to celebrate. Talking about scandalous. I feel like this is a little <laughs> bit this is a little bit edgy for our show. Like <laughs> It's National Paranormal Day, guys. Listen, the only ghost is the Holy Ghost, okay? Let's not forget. <laughs> Just saying. Is it is it? I don't know. Listen, I can remember my mom saying that. Like, that was her, her comeback to if we were having bad dreams or, you know, we didn't celebrate Halloween growing up. We've talked about this numerous times. But yeah. Um, you know, the month of October and just the scariness that's around that, that was her argument to us about being fearful. The only ghost is the Holy Ghost and he's nothing to be afraid of. <laughs> so, uh, you know, there's those like ghost hunter shows and yeah. things of that nature that always trump up like the wind creaking a door Yeah. as, oh, there's a present. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I enjoy, I enjoy on YouTube. There's like a vein of people that go to places that are supposed to be haunted or whatever. And they just, you know, they, they film you know, yeah. yeah, and they look around all these creepy areas and they find a lot of creepy stuff, but, right. but they're always like, I kind of hope we find a ghost, but we never do. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so they don't, they don't ever trump anything up every now and then there is some weird noise. They always find out it's some person yelling outside or something that's completely unrelated. Ah! Yeah. yeah. And, uh, uh, the one that I like, his name is uh, Dan Bell. And he has his main series is uh, the Dead Mall series, where he actually goes to like malls that are dying. Okay. That just have nobody in them anymore. They're like ghost town malls. Uh, but he has quite a few videos where they go into like creepy abandoned hospitals and buildings and things. And, and uh, they get freaked out a lot, but they never like. Claimed to have seen some sort of apparition or whatever. One video, they kept hearing a noise. They kept hearing, a... and they're like, "What the heck is this?" And they go in, and it's a giant swarm of killer bees that oh, chases nice. them out. Nice. <laughs> he drops his cameras, running. You can hear him screaming as he's getting 
and he uploaded that footage. He went back, got his camera, and uploaded that footage. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think he should come film in this church that we record in. <laughs> this place at night is spooky. I feel like yeah. that's most churches. I don't. Well, most churches. I mean, yeah, creepy. yeah. Most churches at night are pretty creepy, but I don't know if it's just because, you know, we have spent many, many late nights here, mm-hmm. you know, both recording and, you know, when I used to be a bearer of a key, we would come up here and play. Oh, yeah, like sardines. sardines. Not just Mo and I, like a lot. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That would not be fun. Like, what's the point in playing sardines with two people? Anyway, um, yeah, that was like our. Yeah, y'all did that for a. Y'all did that multiple times. Listen, that was the best way to spend a a birthday. (laughs) I. We'd all hang out and play games until it got dark, and then we're like, all right, who's ready to go to the church and play sardines? (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I remember. I know. I knew y'all were up here one time. Yes. And I called on a really. And there's like a really loud phone. Yeah. Two really loud phones in the middle of the areas where y'all would be, and apparently Samantha was right next to one yep. when it went off. Yeah. That was great. I didn't get to see it, but I heard Man. about it. <laughs> good times. Good times. Uh, well, how's your week been, Mo? Aside from possibly getting fired. <laughs> it's been good. It has been good. Hey, guess what? Hmm officially three Fridays left in the school year. Wow. I know we have four Mondays, but three Fridays. I mean, it feels like, it feels like y'all school's barely been on, you know, just because you j- we just went fully back. Listen, those kids are making up for lost time. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's exhausting, but in a good way. I mean, I, I have enjoyed having all the kids back. My, um, eardrums have acclimated to all the noise, mm. which is nice. Um, the <laughs> okay, two quick stories. The boy in my third grade class who um, said the only way I would make him cry is if I told him I was married. He mm. <clears throat> actually has the same pair of shoes as Canon, and so they're just uh, camo slides, camo vans that are slides. Anyway, okay. so. I had noticed a couple weeks ago, I was like, hey, Cannon's got those shoes. And then I remembered, hey, Cannon and I basically wear the same size shoe. So I <laughs> wore Cannon's shoes to school, <laughs> not realizing that Cannon's foot is actually much bigger than my foot. <laughs> and so the whole day, like I'm flopping in these shoes, but it made it made him pretty happy to see that we were twins for the day wearing the same shoes. Um, but then secondly... Last Friday, our cafeteria workers had made nachos for lunch for the students. And they come out during first lunch, and she's like, you know, we made way too much. Would you guys, talking to the teachers, would you guys like some? And we're like, uh, yes, please. Not necessarily because they're nachos, but because that meant we could take our masks off mm. while holding said nachos mm. in our hand. Right. So that was not lost on any of us. We all realized that very quickly and took that opportunity (laughs) to walk around with an entire thing of nachos in our hand, (laughs) whether (laughs) eating them or not. Um, But I had my mask off and first lunch, I have a group of first graders and this one little boy goes, so that's what your face looks like. (laughs) And I was like, yep, this is it. He said, huh? 
<laughs> I wasn't expecting that. What, what do you mean? And he just kind of chuckles. Yeah, he kind of chuckles. And I was like, no, 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 no. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? And he shoves his sandwich in his face. And I was like, I, 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 I. Oh, gosh, that's funny. <laughs> so that's what your face looks like. Huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so then a few minutes go by and I ask the entire table. Oh, you know, because at this point I need to know. I've right. got to know. Right. So I asked the entire table, now that you can see the teachers with their masks off, who's the prettiest teacher? <laughs> and that boy sure enough did not say me. He said <laughs> someone else. And I was like, dang, you for real think I'm ugly. <laughs> you straight up think I am ugly. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Wow. That's funny stuff right it, there. It was pretty comical. Pretty hilarious. <laughs> That's what you look like, huh? It's not what yeah. I was expecting. All right. well, I know. What were you the mask expecting? Was doing you favors. Uh, apparently yeah. so. <laughs> Good grief! I guess he doesn't like basketball-shaped oh head and gosh. small chin line, and that is larger yeah. lips. Incredibly funny. <laughs> Incredibly funny. <sighs> All right. Uh, start working on something else while oh, you're talking. Sorry. Uh, so my week, um, has been weird. Mm, uh, normally I tell you not, I not much has happened. Story. That's nothing. It's not a big story. I just didn't want you to, to know. hear it. Uh, but first off, the first thing that happened was, uh, come Monday morning, I get a call saying, Hey, power's mm-hmm. out in half the church and, uh, we can't get it to come back on. And so I come Tuesday and it's still off and I find out, oh, okay, it's in, it's in the studio. It's in all, all of my office. It's in all this area. And I'm thinking, oh right. gosh, we've plugged in, hmm, I don't know, 17 things into this one outlet uh, via strips and, and USB ports and whatnot. And it's just a whole kind of mess. When you look at our, our, our studio here, it's like, one thing connected to another, to another, got power from a cord to a strip, to another strip, to the computer. The computer is powering a cooling fan underneath it, powering the camera, powering the the yeah, second monitor, powering the, <laughs> It's not as if we only have one outlet in this room. We do. That's the only outlet in this is room. Is it really? Yeah, that's why. <laughs> anyway, I thought, oh, goodness. I mean, it's not, I mean, they're all, they're all properly put. It's just... We're pulling a lot of power. Um, so I thought, yeah, it was us. We totally blew something. Uh, we were just waiting for this day. <laughs> so I'm waiting. I'm waiting to. I'm waiting for someone to walk into my office. Like uh, there, there's only one other key to my office, and I'm just waiting for them to go get it, come in here, and find just a glut of of uh, electricity being drawn. It turns out it wasn't us at all. There's a power station thing on the back of the church that had been kind of beaten and dented in for years. They opened it up and it was full of birds' nests. And whatever little connection that it had had burnt off. And so it was no longer connected to power for this area. Mm-hmm. So wasn't us at all. Mm-hmm. But Thankfully. also, how is this church not caught on fire? So here's the thing. We at least should probably unplug things when we leave. Yeah, I've I've started uh, thinking about 
That's okay. I have to leave the computer plugged in, but everything else I can unplug. Do you leave the computer here? It doesn't go with you? No, this is this one's just here. I have one that for home? everywhere else, but yeah. Okay. This one's so old that I'm afraid to start taking it, moving it. I can't close it down because you've seen what happens when you restart it. It takes forever. Well, and you've got a little piece of, of masking tape. Says, Please with the... don't shut closed because yeah. <laughs> if you shut it closed, it goes to sleep, and then it also takes forever. It's awful. Yeah. Yeah, I had to put that up because I was using this downstairs when we were recording downstairs uh-huh. for COVID reasons. Yeah. And uh, Hillary kept freaking closing my laptop every time she came into the sound booth before me. I'm like, she Stop thought she doing was being it. helpful. She really did. <laughs> yeah, I know. But <clears throat> she wasn't. Uh, but the other thing was, uh, I got my first COVID shot. No! That's what happened on Thursday. What? Mm-hmm. Matthew? Mm-hmm. Seriously? Mm-hmm. I got it. I don't know how I feel. I went and got it. Okay, so what's your reasoning? Uh, Mainly, I just don't want to deal. I don't want to deal with it anymore. I don't want to fight against anything anymore. I just want to get it done and be done with it and not be lectured by society at large. Okay, so so now I'm just going to lecture you. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, I went to Walgreens. I didn't get the Johnson so and Johnson blood So disappointed in your life choices. I'm just kidding. I'm not disappointed in you. <laughs> I'm not. I I feel like the more I say it, the more sarcastic I sound. And I want for our listeners to know I'm not being sarcastic. <laughs> I really am not. Uh, but I went. Walgreens has like, I didn't know this. And I don't know if it's always been there. Or if they just installed it for this. But they have like a little private room for... These vaccinations. Shots? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. It might have always been there. I just never noticed it before. But anyway, a little private room. You go in there and uh, the guy's all, okay, do you need me to count down from three or just, should I just go? And I'm like, I'll just go. And he goes, okay, you're done. And I'm like, huh? did you did you give me the shot? I didn't feel it. But he just went in, went out real quick. Um, so, so yesterday I was feeling fine. That would only add to my conspiracy of it all. Like, did you actually get it? I'm going to need you to show me the injection site, please. Uh, rather, Thursday. Thursday's when I got it. So Thursday, I was feeling fine. Um, and then Friday, my arm really hurt. But, you know, that happens. Flu vaccine does the same thing. You know, you, your arm gets sore. But uh, yesterday, I'm sitting. Saturday. Yeah, sa- Saturday. I'm sitting in, no. Friday. Gosh, my days are all mixed up. So Friday, I'm sitting in my uh, my chair at home, and I'm working, getting some stuff done. And I start getting really tired. Like, I start struggling to stay awake, much like when we had COVID. Yeah. yeah that, that just blanket exhaustion just, just kills you. So I'm like, I'm just struggling. And I'm just, I convince myself, okay, well, this is the shot. This is what the shot does. So I'm sitting there working, falling asleep, working, falling asleep. I get up several hours later to go to the bathroom. And I look and I see we forgot to turn our air conditioner on from the morning. And so it was still on heat. So it was 78 degrees in the house. Oh, well, yeah, of course you were exhausted. So I was just so warm. Yeah. (laughs) I was falling asleep. So I turned the air conditioner on. I was fine. I am like, oh, okay. It wasn't a shot. (laughs) I was just cozy. (laughs) 
my body was just ready for a nap. That's all. So anyway, yeah, that's round one. <laughs> round one is fine. My arm's still sore a little bit, but uh, I am curious about round two. When will you round get round two? Round two will be the worst one. Uh, it's twenty eight days later, or in Arise the Moon. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's a great movie. That was a great reference right there. Why? Twenty eight days later, or later than that. Oh man. Man, see, <laughs> the conspiracy theorist in me. I just can't. I can't right now. Why? Why uh, is it 28 days later? Why? <laughs> I feel um, like somebody that was poor planning on somebody's right? part. Do they just not watch movies? Do they not know? Do they not know what the world is saying right now about all of this? They should have just been like, guys, listen, we know that at 28 days they can get the second vaccine, but we're just for, just for safety purposes to keep the world calm a little bit. We're going to say 30, okay? 30 days. It stays between all of us here. Come back in a month. Yeah. Just stay a month. A month will cover every one of the months, <laughs> even February. Oh, man, why? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, um, I am curious to see how the second one will go, because that's supposed to be the worst one, especially yeah. if you've already had if COVID. If you've had COVID, yeah. Which we have. So, I'll, No, I'll I don't have thing. any paper proof saying that I had COVID. In fact, I have lots of paper proof saying I didn't Oh, that's right. Have yeah. COVID. I tested you kept, negative you kept testing every negative, single time. even though you had time. every symptom. Yep, every single time. Even the doctor was like, eh, just keep taking this as negative. You're good. Weird. I'm like, See, okay, I bet thanks. that's part of the problem, too. I bet there's a lot of people who just kept testing negative, even though they really had it. Uh-huh. And so it just kept and spreading. Just spread it. Yeah. The doctor's like, well, go live your life. Okay. on <laughs> Yeah. I feel like crap, but all right. Everybody else in my house is tested positive, but okay. <laughs> all right. Let's take a break here. When we come back, it's a top five. Stick around. This week in nerdy news, this is LTNN. According to The Hollywood Reporter, Finn Whitrock from American Horror Story has been cast in HBO Max's live-action Green Lantern series. He'll reportedly be playing Guy Gardner, the brash, loud, and obnoxious Green Lantern. You know, looking at a picture of him, this could work. Need a little more red in his hair, but yeah, we could do this. If you're a fan of the writing of TNT's Snowpiercer series, then you might be happy to find out that, according to Variety, Marvel has brought on screenwriter and poet Chinaka Hodge to pen the script for their upcoming series, Ironheart. Ironheart is a story of a girl who continues on the Iron Man legacy, but beyond that, we'll have to kind of wait for the series just to see where they go. And lastly, Amazon recently released a trailer for their upcoming film, The Tomorrow War, which is starring Guardians of the Galaxy's Chris Pratt. 30 years in the future, mankind is losing a global war against a deadly alien species, and the only hope for survival is for soldiers and civilians from our time to be transported to the future and join the fight. I'm actually pretty psyched about this movie. It sounds like a fantastic premise. Tomorrow War premieres on Amazon Prime on July 2nd. You think Chris Pratt's going to call an alien a funny name? I think he's going to call him a funny name. 
That was This Week in Nerdy News. I'm Radio Matt, and this is LTNN. to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And today on the show, we're talking about intentional community. But before we do anything else, I've got five random facts. Five rando factoids. Uh-huh, exactly. Uh, Kentucky has more bourbon than people. <laughs> the 4.7 million barrels in the state's distilleries outnumber the 4.3 million people in the area. I have no problem believing that. <laughs> I mean, that just seems logical to me. (laughs) You have to have more bourbon than people. Otherwise, all the people are going to be outraged at some point or another. (laughs) (laughs) What will little little Johnny take to school with Exactly. In his lunch pail. What will we put on baby Ruthie's teeth (laughs) when she's teething? Uh, In March 2019, the term MacGyvered was officially added to the Oxford English Dictionary. You pronounced that weird. MacGyvered? You don't don't hit the mick so hard. It's MacGyvered. Okay, whatever. Uh, The Sundance Kid took his now historical moniker from the only town that put him behind bars, Sundance, Wyoming. He was jailed there when he was just 15 years old for stealing a horse. Really? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Tornadoes used to be called twirl winds and twirl bats. Blasts in the 1800s. Twirl blasts. Twirl blasts. That's a much cooler name than tornado. <laughs> that twirl blast. Uh, see, I can't even say it. That twirl blast coming twirl blast. through here. That twirl blast. Twirl blast. Yep. Okay. Uh, the next time you eat something that flaunts the rich flavor of vanilla, you might want to be aware that castorium. 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 Is a goo. That beavers excrete to mark their territory. And it is used to enhance the flavor of vanilla in food. I did know that. Yeah, I remember hearing that. Mm -hmm. You are welcome. That was it. That was all five. Yikers Island. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. All right. Well, today uh, we're going to we're going to try out a new stupid segment. Okay. Uh, called uh, a top five, and it's it's a it's a it's a it's a, a weird it's a weird top five. Okay, I say top five, and, and you might think you know we're going movies or music or whatever. And now today we're going to be talking about the five, the top five countries that eat the most cashews. What per capita? Why? Mm. Okay. Just for facts. Just more facts. Just extend the facts. You ready? Here we go. Number whatever. five is the United States. Uh, eating 0.46 kilograms per person per year per capita. Uh, the Netherlands at 0.50 kilograms per person per year. Belgium, 0.60 kilograms per person per year. Germany, 0.62 kilograms per person per year. And the United Arab Emirates is the top, is the top country that eats the most cashews per capita at 1.04 kilograms per person per year. Okay, so here's the thing. If we're going to do things like this, <laughs> which I'm all about it, I think this is interesting, but we need to take it up a level. Ooh, okay. Okay. I want to know. I want to know. What's a kilogram? <laughs> <laughs> I do want to know. I need to know the, what is it? The, um, oh, I can't think of the word. The conversion. There we go. 
from kilogram to a term of measurement that we here in the United States actually use. But anyway, um, that's not really what I meant. (laughs) I want to know, like, okay, what are the health benefits of cashews? What do they, what side effects might you see? Does this explain why certain people in certain areas of the world do things, think things, act upon things the way that they do? Is it because of all the darn cashews that they eat? <laughs> That's what I want to know. So, uh, for reference, you know, we're going per capita, so this is per you know a per person basis. Um, but the United Arab Emirates only eats nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine metric tons per year. Well, America is 151,087 metric tons of cashews per year. See, so like, does a cashew make you more peaceable or <laughs> does it cause you to be a little more on the angry side? That's, that's what I want to know. Let's see. Like, it's hard to tell. Read, read the, <laughs> read the top five again. What number one is United Arab Emirates. Yeah, Number two is Germany. Germany. Number three is Belgium. Belgium. Number four is the Netherlands. Netherlands. And then five the is... United States. Yeah. So, see, I, I just want to know, like, <laughs> how is it affecting people as a whole? <laughs> I feel I'm like not there saying other anything. Factors. I don't I'm, think it could just be the I'm cashews. I'm sure. It's not <laughs> just cashews. Absolutely. But are cashews a contributing uh, factor to the overall run of a country? <laughs> It's very plausible. I got you. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what else we'll talk about. We'll go through all the nuts. How about that? We'll go okay, through all sounds the nuts. Great. I'm just kidding. I oh. Uh, <laughs> I do know almonds are supposed to be brain food. Yes. So if are good we for get me. like, um, let's see, what are some of the smarter countries? If we get like Japan. Is Japan a smarter country? I, well, yeah. I feel like. Japanese people as a whole are very, very smart. They're considered very smart. When you consider technology and technological advancements and things of that nature, it comes from usually that part of the world. And so if we have like many countries from that region come back with almonds and then I'm on to something. (laughs) I'm not sure. I don't think I don't think I've ever, ever uh, heard of almonds being a Japan staple. I know. That's the thing. But it could be. See, now you want to know. Now your brain is thinking. (laughs) Maybe you should have some almonds and it'll help you. Now to kick off today's topic, (laughs) Mo is going to cash you up on something that happened last week. Uh, What? Huh? What? You have a story. I have a story? Don't you? What story? It's the story about the thing, about the reason we're talking about this. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay, you see, you said cashew up, and I thought, like... I don't have a cashew story. No, I thought you were... I was cashing in on something. Oh. But you meant cashew up. Yeah. Cashew yeah. up. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, yeah. It's, but it's cashews. Cashew up. we were talking about Oy. cashews. See, I didn't... I, <laughs> I was a pun. I, I'm cashing in. What am I cashing in? <laughs> I don't have nothing to cash in. Anyway, so I had this really great experience last uh, Wednesday. I believe it was Wednesday. Last last Wednesday was at work um, and noticed that my Discord 
had like 15 notifications. Mm. Now, that's a lot for you. Mm, Isn't it? Not really. Oh. I was well, see, I was just about than me, I guess. So. Well, no, it's not that. It's just that I don't ever check it. <laughs> I will hop over to you. Discord like uh. once a day and scroll through <laughs> just to see if I've missed anything. I got you, you know. I got you. But for whatever reason, during the middle of the day, it was right around eleven thirty, eleven forty-five. I decided, you know what? Something is for real happening over there. Let me go see what's going on. Mm. And so I open it up and I notice that my son is in a lot of conversation going back and forth. And for me as a, a semi-helicopter mom, <laughs> I have to know what he's talking about, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so I pull up the chat, look at it, scroll all the way up, which is so <laughs> frustrating. Um, and realize that he's talking about how he doesn't feel well, which I had known for the last, for the, previous two days he hadn't been feeling well weather here was crazy we went from cold to hot down. and yeah, it was rainy nuts. and yeah so his allergies were just kicking his tail and so he was he was talking like this all the time super <laughs> deep and raspy and he was all congested his eyes were all swollen and the night before we had played among us with our discord group and so they had also found out that he wasn't feeling well and I think at first they were like, yeah, okay, 15-year-old kid says he doesn't feel well. He's trying to get out of school and, mm -hmm. you know. But the second they heard him talk Tuesday night, they were like, oh, yeah, he really doesn't feel good. <laughs> he's, he's not faking it. So on Wednesday, there's quite a few who are reaching out to him and asking, hey, how are you feeling today? And his response is, eh, no better, no worse. But I'm doing school. I'm in the middle of classes. And then out of nowhere comes this outpouring of, you need, you should drink this. You should eat this. You know, mm -hmm. they're encouraging him and giving him tips and advice because most of them in that chat are a lot older than him. Right. You know, it's mostly adults over there. Mostly people roughly our age. They're not really Topher's age. Right. So they're just kind of... Um, being an extended family, if you will, like aunts and uncles and cousins, you know, mm -hmm. just kind of loving on him, encouraging him. And then it's, if I was there, I would send you lunch. If I was there, I'd send you some hot tea. And Topher's like, well, I don't know how my mom would feel about me sending you our address, but thanks. That's really <laughs> awesome. And I am in the middle of lunch duty yeah. Reading this, trying to catch up on it, choking back tears, <laughs> literally wiping tears from my eyes because it just spoke to me so hugely about community. Yeah. These people don't know us. They, they know us, but they've never met us. You know, we've only really had conversations with them via online or, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so I reached out to Lark who was one of the main ones who was pushing, you know, if we were there, we'd this and that. And I was like, okay, so here's the thing. One, thank you so much. Two, Topher's not home alone. His brother and sister are also home. Mm -hmm. Mila was not feeling well either. So she stayed home from school. 
Um, and Lark was like, okay, so what I'm hearing is send a big pizza. <laughs> and I was like, sure. If, if you guys really want to, which it, this is a big step for me because I've always been the kind that's like, thanks so much. We don't need it. <laughs> thanks, but nah. Yeah. <laughs> and I have had to learn that there are people who gifting and doing that, that is a love language to them, mm-hmm. you know? And when you say no to those kind of things, it, it hurts. It yeah. stings, yeah. you know? Um, so I've had to learn to put my own pride aside and be like, okay, you know? So in this situation, I was like, okay, if you want to, but I'll pitch in, I'll throw in 20 bucks or something, you know, just cause I know my kids, my kids can eat. So she was like, okay, about 20 minutes later, she sends me a message back and she said, okay, pizza's on the way. So-and-so helped. We all pitched in and I was like, okay, great. Thanks. So I, Try to Facebook pay her $20. And she's like, nope, absolutely not. I'm not accepting it. I don't know how to. Um, she said, I don't know how to decline it. So I'm just not going to touch it. <laughs> and I was like, I just kind of sat there looking at my phone in awe for a few, a few seconds. Like, I don't, I've, I've never physically met these people. They don't know me from anyone. They don't know my kid from anyone. And yet they chose to be this loving, yeah. you know? And so, um, I told her, I said something along the lines of, you don't realize how much this means. It may just seem like a pizza, but you don't realize how much this is speaking to me. And she said, welcome to the nerd community. Sometimes being a nerd means sending a pizza. And I said, sometimes being the hands and feet of Jesus means sending a pizza. (laughs) And I think that's something that we all take for granted. You know, we think that we have to do these big extravagant things Mm -hmm. to show people that we care or, you know, to, to be like Jesus to others when really it just requires meeting people where they are, understanding the struggle that they're going through that day, however big or little, and just doing what we can, however big or little, to alleviate some of that stress. To me, it spoke volumes. So that's that's me cashewing up. (laughs) Well, we're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, we're going to open this up a bit wider and talk about intentional community. Stick around. Hey everyone, I'm Radio Matt, and this is Reviews of the Nerds. Today I'm reviewing the Netflix comedy special, Brian Regan on the Rocks. Brian Regan has had a long career in stand-up comedy, including six albums, two Comedy Central specials, two Netflix specials, and even a live stand-up event shot in real time at Radio City Music Hall. It has been 24 years since his first CD came out, Brian Regan Live, and his latest Netflix special shows he's still got the chops to bust your gut, making comedy gold out of the simplest things like mushrooms, raisins, and the Hoover Dam. As a fan since childhood, I'll admit the last two specials before this one felt like a letdown. For a comedian who can make hilarity out of nothing, I thought he had run out of nothing to joke about. But this most recent outing has brought back that old feeling again. It's not a special you want to miss, and you can feel safe listening with the whole family because Brian has always been a clean comedian. I give this Netflix comedy special, Brian Regan on the Rocks, a solid 8 out of 10. I'm Radio Matt, and remember... Smother everything you love in life with laughter. By the way, 
Reviews of the Nerds is a new short series on LTN Radio and the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. Each week, you'll hear a review from many new voices to our audio waves. Our review nerds will be taking movies, video games, books, comics, board games, TV shows, albums, a whole host of things, and boiling them down into a roughly two-minute review package just for you each week. We hope you enjoy it. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And today we're talking about one of the central pillars of Love Thy Nerd's mission, intentional community. But before we do that, we've got a Who Said It quiz. You got to escape this last week because we had Joey in Yes, I did. Uh, today is a Frasier. I would have rather played this than that <laughs> stupid movie game that we played. <sighs> today is a Frasier focused quiz. Okay. Where we have quotes said by either Frasier Crane, played by uh, Kelsey Grammer, mm-hmm. or his brother Niles Crane, played by David Hyde Pierce. Mm-hmm. You would be able to, like. Oh, yeah, I couldn't. I, I, I've i already gone through them. I would have. I nailed it completely. Like, did you I, really? I know. Yeah, I know each you one. You need to find another Friends one, please. Uh, yeah, all the Friends ones, like, they're like. Out of every single possible character, which were we did that once and it was very hard to actually play. But we could try it again. Okay. They, they did more between just two characters was this, you know, yeah. Ross or Rachel, Monica or whatever. Yeah. That'd be a lot easier. But yeah. It's like, here's 82 characters that you barely remember. Yeah. <laughs> Who said it? <laughs> All right, so let's go here. I'm, uh, we got four minutes and 24 of these. Good so, grief. So let's see if you can get them. Uh, <clears throat> I can see that you're still waiting on that spine donor. Niles. Wrong. Oh, what happened? Oh, my gosh, it ended it. What happened? <laughs> what the heck? I hit the end. Jeez. Okay, well, it shuffled them. Okay. Her lips said no, but her eyes said, read my lips. Uh, Frasier? It's ending it. Why is it it ending ending it? it. Bruh. Okay. Well, I know the answers, so I'm just going (laughs) to tell you yes or no. Well, okay. (laughs) Give me that pen back. Uh, Where did it go? I don't know. I thought I handed it to you. You probably did. Oh, here it is. Okay, Okay. so have I gotten any right yet? Uh, I don't don't remember. I don't remember what they were. All right, we're starting over. (laughs) So we're starting over. It shuffled them again anyway. All right. There we are. I can see you're still waiting on that spine donor. Frasier. Right. (laughs) I have to see this play. I have to have people see me see this play. Niles. Correct. It was only yesterday that I was punched in the face by a man now dead. Uh, Niles? Wrong. The only thing we crane boys are skilled at catching are sarcastic nuances and the occasional virus. Niles. Correct. I was afraid you were trying to get a picture of my butt. Niles. Wrong. Hmm. Uh, her lips said no, but her eyes said, read my lips. Frasier. Nope. Aw, oh, man. I had it right earlier. <laughs> I want to prove that I'm strong and independent, and I can't do that alone. 
Uh, Niles. Correct. Oh, should we attempt to high five? Frazier? Niles. It was Niles. I know she's a bit touchy about her age, even though it's not the first time she's turned 40. Mm, Niles. No, Frazier. <laughs> but talking about Niles' wife. <laughs> this is a woman who thinks the Spanish Inquisition was just tough love for heretics. Frazier? Yep. And that woman is flirting with me. This is my I'm available face. Niles. Correct. I'm thinking of pairing this Chilean sea bass with an aggressive Zinfandel. Frazier? No. Really? <laughs> it's Niles. Huh. What's funny about this one, because we're not timed now at the moment. Oh, so what's funny weird. about this one is that's, it's an episode where he realizes he never had a rebellion phase as a kid. And so he's going to uh, eat a, a pot brownie, which, you know, their dad is a retired police officer. Uh-huh. He's, he's going to eat a pot brownie and make a meal in Frazier and his dad's house. So basically in front of his dad. And he said, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to a, a stage of this called the munchies, where you try and pair ridiculous food combinations. I'm thinking of pairing this Chilean sea bass with an aggressive Zinfandel. I remember that's that the, now. That's a ridiculous. <laughs> but it's that's Frasier. a great episode. Huh? I said, but it's Frasier. It's Frasier. That's good. That's yeah, okay. All right. Back in prep school, the existentialist club once named me most likely to be. Frazier. No, Niles. Hmm. Don't you dare call me irrational. You know that makes me crazy. Niles. Correct. You touched me. Now we have to get married. Uh, Niles. <laughs> Correct. Once a woman has dipped her toe into Crane Lake, dry land is never the same again. Frazier. Correct. <laughs> Can I get a straw, please? Oh, Niles? Niles, correct. When the response is, oh, I'm sorry, uh, that was the last one. Oh, the last straw. <laughs> and then he goes crazy and takes off all his clothes in the middle of the coffee shop. <sighs> okay. Good episodes, man. I gotta watch the show again. My Taekwondo instructor tells me I'm just two moves away from becoming quite threatening. Niles. Correct. All my, uh, I would shave my head for you. Frazier? Frazier, yeah. Which the response was, uh, sentiment that grows less, uh, less, oh, what was it? Basically he's saying he's bald. Yeah. With every passing year that becomes less yeah. of a, uh. Like less meaningful. Meaningful threat. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Uh, all my life, I have dreamed of one thing, the day I could go into a library and go to the card catalog and see my name under mental illness. Niles? I'm pretty sure, yeah. And then nowadays, the biggest risk I have, or sorry, the biggest risk I take is saying to dad, hey, let's go out for dinner. You pick the restaurant. Frazier. Correct. <laughs> hey, I got 19. 19, and I only read you... Uh, 23 of them, so. Hey. Pretty good. Pretty that, good. Pretty that good. is pretty good for me. <laughs> we have watched it all the way through, and it has just been, I th- want to say it was 2019 that we watched it all Yeah, it wasn't it that long ago yeah. that you went through them all. Yeah. <laughs> but a good show. 
It is a good show. It's underrated. A lot of people just didn't give it a shot because it's it sounds too intellectual, but it's really not. Oh my gosh, it's, it's so not. It's, it's hilarious. So hilarious. And then of course you spend the entire series wondering how in the heck did Fraser and Niles come out of what's their dad's name? I can't remember. Martin. Yeah. Yeah. How? <laughs> this does this makes no sense. And then it also gives you hope for what your own children will turn out to be like. <laughs> Uh, all right, all right, all right. So we were talking about intentional community, and we sparked this off with the story that Mo told about uh, some of the folks in our LTN Discord just kind of uh, taking up an opportunity to bless uh, Mo's, Mo's kids, Mo's family, mm-hmm. uh, out of nowhere, for no other reason than to just be loving. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you, you said a lot of things when you were telling that story about how, you know, th- these are people that we play Among Us with once a week. Like, it's not like we're old high school chums. Mm-hmm. It's not like we see each other every Sunday at church. Uh, many of them, we've never even seen their face. Yep. <laughs> on exactly. a picture or anything. If we've I only passed heard their them voices. on the street, I wouldn't be like, hey, <laughs> which is kind of sad. <laughs> But what's neat about it is that that's kind of what Love Thy Nerd does uh, in general. Uh, They have have a mission statement, which they they have three pillars. And the three pillars are thoughtful content, which they, you know, that's what this is. You know, podcasts, they have articles, digital resources, Twitch streams, all that kind of stuff. The second one is relational outreach, which is building... uh, lasting, meaningful friendships and equipping others to do the same. So this is like convention, outreach trips, local gatherings, starting game nights in certain towns, uh, online discussion, stuff like that, and playing games together, like Among Us on Tuesday nights, which we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the third one is intentional community, where they say that we are committed to providing spaces where people can connect, engage, discuss their passions, and then grow together. And essentially, in my mind, that's that's putting that same idea that we've talked about many times with churches of, you know, um, loving one another, praying for each other, caring for each other, confessing your burdens, your sins and all that to each other, uh, finding healing, finding community, all that kind of stuff. Like even in this, um, we're looking at a slideshow that they have presented and even here they have the discord as the little picture. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> what, what we're basically talking about is how we're supposed to live and love outwardly. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't always mean just, you know, we're actually going to talk about this a little bit later on in the week as well, but it, it doesn't always mean that everything we do as believers has to be focused around just trying to get more believers, you know, make more believers. Like that is a, that is a, a key goal for, you know, missions is, you know, bring more people in, but there's so many, so many ministries and so many focuses that only emphasize that. Yeah. And they leave behind the community, the necessity of facilitating the community around it. Right. Um, You talked about like how it's just these little things that, you know, on the surface might not mean much, but mean the world to you in that moment. One of the things that I really like when uh, Love Thy Nerd goes to conventions, which they haven't been able to do in a while, uh, but when they go to conventions, they actually print up these little things called stat cards or stat boost cards. 
that just say something along the lines of, hey, your, uh, You're doing your costume show. is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> something like that. Just little things that they pass it out to the people that they see that they want to recognize. And these are people they don't know. People that likely aren't believers at all. People that are just, you know, there to express their nerdy passions of comics and anime or whatever else is there. Video games. And Love Thy Nerd is just sprinkling in little bits of like a, a, a an emotional boost mm-hmm. just an emotional jolt of hey that's cool yeah what you did is cool and we noticed it and uh that has in many instances opened up discussion love thy nerd hasn't always focused so heavily on um like trying to walk people through the plan of salvation at these events or anything like that. I'm not saying those events have never occurred, but that's not their goal initially. Their goal has been to plant seeds or even at the the barest uh, level to, to till the ground, till the soil being prepared for planting, just Mm -hmm. basically to go into communities that often feel ostracized by uh, the church as a whole uh, and let them know, Hey, no, you probably had a few people that, you know, don't like what you're doing, but Jesus still loves you. Yeah. And there is still a place for you and there is still value for you. And whether or not that comes, uh, that immediately ends up with somebody coming to Christ, which I would say in most cases it doesn't, and that's fine. It does plant those seeds. It provides them an opportunity to grow in that direction. And so with the Love Thy Nerd community... We have quite a few people who aren't believers. I'd say most of us, at least that are most active, are. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know most of the people that you and I interact with uh, are believers. Uh, but there are quite a few that are not. And the difference and encouraging thing is, is they're still sticking around. Yeah. Like they're, they're getting... They're getting whatever preconceived notions that they had about the church and about Christians. They're getting that changed. And... Slowly over time, they see the little bit of difference between what they thought Christianity was and what Christianity can be mm-hmm. and who Jesus truly is. Um, but again, from that s- section to caring for the community in general, <laughs> I've thought about this a lot, Just but you, you telling me that story uh, the other day really kind of focused that in my mind as... I really don't know these people all that well, but I feel like right now they're some of my best friends. Yeah. Which is the weirdest thing. Yeah. Because it's not like we talk about super uh, deep things. Uh, We have mostly surface level conversations and, you know, fun insulting back and forth, you know, on Discord and banter and stuff. Yeah. But it's that two hours on Tuesday nights and the occasional Saturday uh, event that, like, I look forward to the most throughout my week. Agreed. Like this is just, this is a, a soul, uh, rejuvenating time and group. Yeah. And what's funny, I, I'm going to be really honest for a few minutes and I've, I've shared a little bit about this, um, on our Facebook group community and a little here and there, you know, this probably more than anyone, but when we, first switched over to LTN, there was a big part of me that 
was very, very, very concerned mm. because outwardly on the surface, I don't look like a nerd. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. People are not oh, going to look I at don't me. Know what you mean. People are not going to look at me and be like, she's a nerd. I've always seen you as a nerd. Shut up, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> but there are groups of people that everywhere, you know, in all of the world and in all of life, there are groups of people that where you can easily label. Yeah. You know, you can look at someone and easily think, okay, yeah, they're more emo or they're more athletic or they're, you know, they're one of the popular group. You know what I mean? People can be easily labeled quote unquote. So you think, and so because I do not look as if I am a quote unquote nerd. I felt very kind of on the outside, Mm. very much like, am I going to be accepted? I'm going to come into this and people are going to think she is not one of us. What is she doing here? (laughs) Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 Um, and at 35 years old, that is something that I learned really quick. Um, was bringing up some past hurts within my own life. Mm. And so for me, this was difficult. This was hard. It was a hard um, change to go over into Love Thy Nerd. I was expecting all kinds of judgment and kind of being left on the outside, kind of being outcasted within a group, Mm. if you will. Gotcha. If you think back to some of those early shows, I was like trying to prove my nerdiness. Yeah. I even remember prove. it like with the, uh, the who said it quizzes, yeah. I would give you some with fran- nerdy franchises. You've never really yeah. gotten involved in. You're like, come on, you're making me look so bad in front yeah. of the nerds. Exactly. <laughs> Trying to prove that I belong. Yeah. And specifically, you know, in that discord chat I learned, but specifically on Tuesday nights mm-hmm. when we play among us, I learned really quick that I didn't have to prove anything. I was already accepted. It didn't matter my level of nerdiness. It didn't (laughs) matter how much I knew or didn't know. Um, That is a small group of people who genuinely love others and genuinely can see that you are a part of their community, regardless of what you may think your status is or regardless of what the rest of the world thinks your status is. And so for me, That's probably why I got so emotional, even more emotional. It wasn't just about loving on my kids, you know, and being the hands and feet of Jesus for them. This is going to be a story that they're going to remember, you know, Mila's 10 years old. So things that are happening now are things that are being kind of implanted in her memory for the rest of her life, you know, and then Canon's 14 to verse 15. They're going to remember this. They're going to remember, Hey, remember when we were all homesick and Those people who we don't even know sent us pizza. He sent us an extra large pizza and a dessert and two things of breadsticks. Like, remember that? And to me, that just speaks, that speaks volumes. What a huge testimony Mm -hmm. that they're going to be able to share one day, Mm -hmm. you know? And then I'll be able to go on the flip and say, yeah, guys. And they weren't even people who we knew. They were, they were literal strangers to us. You know, we had never met them, but they knew enough about us to know that they wanted to support us Mm -hmm. in that moment. Mm -hmm. And that's what it is. That's all it takes. I don't know. It just, 
for me, feeling as if I was not only accepted, but loved and that my family was loved. There's, I feel like there's no great, greater way to reflect Jesus yeah. than, than in that. I agree. Um, relationship needs to be at the core of what we do. Uh, we, we want to love and we want to serve people. We want to do it without having an agenda. We want to just, we want to be able to speak into people's lives, whether they're believers or not. Uh, but in order to do that, that requires, uh, trust that requires, you know, that, that relationship to be built up and, you know, that comes from both sides. It can't, you know, you, you both have to put in your, your effort of that, you and then everybody else both mm-hmm. have to put in that amount of effort to open yourself up to that trust. So like you were saying with your story, you're like, eh, well, hmm, I don't know if this is a good idea. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I'll send you money. And, you know, and, and mm-hmm. they're like, no, <laughs> we're, we're going to do this and mm-hmm. you're going to like it. <laughs> exactly. Quit fighting it. <laughs> yeah. It requires trust yeah. and a level level of vulnerability on both yeah. parts. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, I, I think as believers, we, we struggle to, to live outwardly like that. We struggle mm-hmm. with uh, self-containment, uh, struggle to even think about other people in regards to our own life. Yeah. Um, I struggle with that a lot with, you know, I'm, I'm typically very self-contained and, uh, and you know, this, sometimes I, uh, unintentionally leave you out of things without ever thinking about it. Cause I'm just thinking of projects, projects, projects. Yeah. And you're like, Hey, I would have liked to have been involved with that. I'm like, Oh gosh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to push things out. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> but I think even more so in this past year, COVID has given us an excuse as believers to get out of the habit of investing in community, uh, get out of the habit of loving outwardly. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's sent us all to our homes and now we're back to our churches. And when it comes to, uh, our churches now, I think we're in a defensive mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's political reasons for that and there's just, you know, COVID fears and everything around them and what, what the state is allowed to tell us to do as churches and things of this nature. And we hear stories from Canada of pastors getting arrested, you know, for mm-hmm. holding services and all this. And it puts us all in this kind of defensive mode where, all right, well, let's just keep what we have. And it keeps us from focusing outward. Yeah. It keeps us focusing in, which is, I mean, focusing in as a as a rule is not bad but exclusively focusing in that's when we're, we're no longer doing the mission right we're no longer doing anything that we're supposed to be doing here uh growing you know growing and protecting your church of course is important but we also have to live outwardly love outwardly uh it is the word intentional in intentional community. It's something that we have to actually focus on doing. Uh, community doesn't just grow out of nothing. Like you live in a community. Do you trust every single one of your neighbors? <laughs> yeah, no, no, I don't even know my neighbors. There was a time in this country where, you know, whole blocks of people knew who each other were. And, right. and now I'm like, I don't even want to make eye contact with the people that live next to us. <laughs> Remember, you know, there's a, before we were born, people just left their doors unlocked. You yeah. Know? And so they in, you know, nah. 
even if the likelihood that someone's going to break into my house while I'm here is very slim, uh, overall, I'm not going to risk that. Not going to risk that. It's the world has become less and less trusting. And unfortunately that has, uh, seeped into Christianity just as much. In fact, in many cases might've been started by believers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just because we, we get into this kind of hoarding mindset of we got everything that we want. Now we need to keep it. Uh, and you know, that goes into several different areas. It goes into, you know, rights and all this, you know, there's, there's a lot of things that, uh, we're promised as believers, but, uh, keeping our rights is not one of them. Yeah. (laughs) In fact, the Bible specifically says that we give our rights away, uh, to follow Jesus. And it's a hard mindset to get behind. It is. Um, but that's the problem I get with, you know, when I see people who I know are believers, people who I know have the love of Jesus and their entire effort outward is just to protect their own rights this way or the other. Uh, and that's another bigger issue, but the core is we're not focusing outwardly. We're focusing inwardly. Mm-hmm. What can we do for us, ourselves, or even just me, as opposed to how can we speak into the lives of others? And so that's our challenge, I guess. Our challenge is to, and again, not do big things, do little things. Yeah. Reach out in a little way to give someone who you wouldn't normally think to bless a blessing. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't, it doesn't take much. Mm-hmm. It really doesn't. And guaranteed, there are so many creative ways that you can, things that you haven't even thought of, but you know who has thought of them? And this, this is kind of a realization that I had this past week as well around this situation. But every church has, whether large or small, every church has a nerd community. Mm, yeah. You do. You know, whether you acknowledge it, whether you realize it or not, you have at least a couple people who would consider and label themselves nerds. Mm -hmm. More and more every day, I feel like. Absolutely. Um, These nerds have spent a majority of their lives, because many of them are introverted, they have spent a majority of their lives trying to figure out ways to do what they know they're quote unquote supposed to do. Mm Mm-hmm but in a way where they don't have to face-to-face engage people. They don't have to get out of their comfort zone of introvertedness, if you will. Yeah. So during the times where we're still kind of in the middle of COVID, not supposed to be going back to normal life 100%, we still have to be creative and think outside the box in ways to evangelize to others in ways to being the hands and feet of Jesus. Find your nerds in your church and talk to them. Get their ideas, because I guarantee you they have a library full of things (laughs) that are perfect ways to bless the community Mm -hmm. that they've just been sitting on. They've just been holding on to because Mm -hmm. the world has been so extroverted for so long. Now that we're all being forced to be a little more introverted, these are the people who are going to have the best ideas. Yep. Uh, one of the bigger ones, one of the ones that uh, Love Thy Nerd likes to promote, and unfortunately, again, COVID kind of, you know, shot that one down recently. But I think as now that we're starting to come out of this as a nation, could be something to look into is 
just starting a game night. Yeah. Starting a weekly or, or, or monthly uh, game night where you come and everybody brings their tabletop games or whatever and you just play. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's more and more of these games. It's not. It's not just Monopoly and Uno, guys. There's there's so many tabletop so many. games out there. Many super involved and very fun. Uh, just go out there, and uh, if you have someone in your church who, uh, you know, leans in that direction, speak into their their heart. You know, give them that opportunity to hey. How about every third Thursday of the month, we do a community game night and we invite everybody to come play. And that's how you build relationships. That's how you can bring people that aren't in the church into the church. That's Mm -hmm. how you can speak into their lives with, again, no agenda. You're not forcing them to get saved right there on the spot, but you are making church become a less intimidating place. Some place where they don't feel like they're going to just be beat over the head with the Bible, but instead are shown the love of Jesus through this kind of community, through this kind of just loving outreach, just play yeah. and have fun and build relationships. Mm-hmm. It's a great idea. Absolutely. All right. We're going to take one more break. Don't go anywhere. Cause when we come back, we're going to share our latest Twitter poll about the paranormal. <laughs> more back room morning show to come. Stick What's up, nerd? You digging this podcast? Well, the audio enjoyment doesn't end there. Visit LTNOnAir.com and make LTN Radio your new go-to for the best Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie, as well as our exclusive LTN shows and podcasts, some of which air on the station before they're available anywhere else. Visit LTNOnAir.com to listen now and find the link to our app. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show as things are winding down for the day. But first, we wanted to know, what is your... Nope. Mm-mm. Oh, darn it. I didn't no. change that. Sorry. Uh, the question What's is... What's your experience with the paranormal? What do you believe in ghosts? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and we got three answers. Nah. Absolutely. And just the devil playing tricks. What do you think the number one answer is? Again, I looked over. Oh, okay. So you already seen it. It's just the devil playing tricks. Which implies that you believe in ghosts, but they're not actually ghosts. They're mind games from the devil. And that's the number one. Almost 50%. 47.9%. See, but I got to tell you, I don't think that that is really what that implies. now Now that you've said that, I can see it. I... Hmm. But I guarantee you there are more people who answered just the devil playing tricks thinking they ain't real. Well, why wouldn't they have answered nah for that one? Because they think that they're funny. They think they have a sense of humor. (laughs) Uh, 16.7% said absolutely. Which, again, uh, could also still fall into that same third category. You could believe that they're they're ghosts, but that they're not actually your dead relatives or whatever. Uh, Or they could be like, you didn't give me an option for just the Holy Ghost and (laughs) I can't, I can't discredit him. So that's true. That's true. (laughs) I should have thought about that. Just the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of theories about like what the devil can do when it comes to like paranormal or science fiction, any type stuff. Sure. Like I remember somebody had a whole, um, 
presentation on how UFOs do exist, but they're not aliens. That they are tricks that the devil puts because the devil is the prince of the power of the air. And so we can put these illusions into the air. And, I mean, I don't know. We've been like, seeing a lot of the, declassified UFO junk lately. That's the thing. It's like, <laughs> oh, okay, sure. Maybe. It's possible, Fine. I guess. <laughs> um, but... <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's end with our verse for the day. Our verse for the day is Proverbs eight thirteen. The fear of the Lord is hatred of evil, pride and arrogance and the way of evil and perverted speech I hate. That's going to do it for the show today. Be sure to check out all of what we do online at lovethynerd.com. We've got amazing articles on all things nerdy, as well as this show, LTN Radio, and our other podcasts and videos. If you'd like to directly support our mission and become a financial partner with Love Thy Nerd, and specifically with LTN Radio, then please visit lovethynerd.com slash partner, and you can choose LTN Radio from the drop-down menu. Love Thy Nerd is a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax-deductible. Make sure you're following us on all the socials at at the back row LTN at LTN on air and at love thy nerd. And you can also find us hanging out at the love thy nerd community, Facebook group and at love thy slash discord. Lastly, remember that we air first exclusively on LTN radio, LTN on every Monday through Thursday at 8 a.m. Eastern with an encore at 10 a.m. But if you miss a day or just can't catch the show live, find the back row morning show podcast version on Spotify, Apple podcasts, etc. Subscribe, rate five stars and leave a review. All of that helps us out immensely. We'll be back tomorrow morning and we hope you will too. Mo, final thought. Send a pizza, (laughs) y'all. Once again, I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And remember, if nobody else tells you, we promise that it's true. Jesus Jesus loves loves you, nerd. nerd.